That is right. This is the Galactic Coast Power Hour, and we're coming to you live from the ACU of Texas studio on the top floor of the historic Gemini building, just down the street from the home of U.S. manned spaceflight. My name is John Ennis, and I will be honest, my voice is giving me a big middle finger tonight, but that's a camel fighter, and the show must go on. <laughs> Luckily, I'm joined by my brother and brew, Muddy Mike Taylor. Yo, yo. And our sister and brew, Sylvia Galson Houston Girls Pints Out. Benvenides. Hello, hello. But enough about us. Tonight in studio, we have an American alcohol pioneer. Matter of fact, when we started the show roughly 1,600 episodes ago, hold on, 16 episodes ago, we had a short <laughs> list of guests we had to have on the show, and we are blessed to have one of those tonight. Her name is Kelly Raylene. She's the master distiller and founder of the Raylene Distillery and Buccaneer Bar in San Leon, Texas. Hey, Kelly, thanks so much for coming on. No. Glad to have you, Kelly. Thank thanks you. for having Welcome. me. Welcome. Appreciate it. No, really appreciate it because I know, especially on a Thursday, I know you had to move some things around even to, to make this happen. So we're really, really pleased you're, you're in studio with us tonight. No, my pleasure. Awesome. So uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the uh, I guess we can start about what we're drinking right now. I know uh, we've been enjoying a little bit of, Yeah, a little tasty. bit of everything around right now. Um, uh, you have the Tiger Shark, John. That's tiger what shark. you're drinking right tasty. now. Because it is, right? It's Tiger Tiger Week. Shark Week. Shark Ooh, Week. Shark That's week. right. Okay. Yes. Shark week. Same thing. Water tiger. Tiger, shark, yes. <laughs> Don't want to see one of those. Right. <laughs> Water tiger. So, Tigers, so what's, Tigers what's, actually what's in the, uh, the Tiger Shark? Okay, that's going to be our vodka and our light corn whiskey. It's got grapefruit, a little bit of cranberry, and a splash of lime. So Excellent. it's pretty refreshing. I thought about, ref you know, it's been so stinking hot. So I'm thinking refreshing, you know, a little acidity. <sighs> Cut yes. through things because it's it's hot out. So refreshing well drinks are no, best. This, this actually tastes like real fruit juice, right? This is real that, fruit juice. It is actually real so, fruit juice. So it's something crazy we do. Yes, so we these use. are healthy, right? <laughs> you get a little vitamin C in that one. Yeah, yeah. A little vitamin C. A little. Uh, there's some pulp. There's some. Uh, but you got something else though, Mike. Yeah, right? you have a different cocktail. You have our signature drink at the bar, and that's going to be the Talk Like a Pirate Rum Punch. Because after a couple Arr. of them, you will. Yes, exactly. Arr. You'll be talking like a pirate. It's kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> it's kicking in. The R's are kicking in. That's actually our most popular drink. Our most That's what, that's what most people ask for at our place and what we're known for. is it's, it's, And that's a cocktail that my husband and I came up with, shoot, probably 20 years ago when we were sailing. And we wow. just started making what? these batches of the, that actual rum punch there. And it was it was not with our rum yet because our rum was not around yet. But we, we, we would use a spice drum and white rum. That's made with our Raylene white rum and our spice drum. It's got pineapple juice, orange juice, ginger ale, splash of grenadine. Ginger splash ale of something secret yeah. that secret. I have. Yeah, one secret ingredient. Mm, excellent. <laughs> so, excellent. Yeah. That's smooth. And the fact that it's your most popular, that's kind of saying a lot because you literally have a craft cocktail bar there at the distillery, the Buccaneer Bar, where you have how many how many drinks? There's there's about 200 cocktails. Two, so 200. 200. And then a handful cocktails. that we rotate in and out and specialty drinks when we have events or so parties. So very, very limited menu. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Actually, sometimes it's a real pain because people, it'll take them a while. You know, they want to go through the whole thing. And meanwhile, we're like, hey, we need to make you, you can, we got to make your drink or you're moving on. And I'm taking whoever's behind <laughs> next, you because uh, then you're going to order a drink with eight, nine ingredients on it. It's going to take me a while to make it. So if you don't know what you want, step to the side and we'll we'll get you when you're ready. So, so <laughs> I, I know you're a rummery, but I see vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Rum, I see something that really looks like tequila. Well, what is that? I L can't I can't call it or label it as tequila since right? I do not make it in the tequila region. We actually ferment and distill that right here in San Leon. So that is Woo. our blue agave, hundred percent blue agave spirits. So hell yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, kind of kind of like tequila, but we can't label it. Think champagne versus sparkling wine, you know, bourbon, Kobe beef. We could go on and on. Chianti. Right, There's right. lots of products. Parmigiano, Reggiano cheese. If you don't make it in that region, then you can't put that label on it or call it that. It's just not right for me to call it tequila. So how, how do you how do you how do you make that? How do you make the... Well, just basically, kind of like how we make everything else. We're going to buy a raw material. So for the blue agave, it's blue agave. It's 100% blue agave. Where, where's, certified. That, where's, where's that come from? That comes from Mexico. So the where, blue agave. Where in Mexico? Well, there's a lot of areas in and around Mexico, in and around Jalisco, and the highlands and lowlands. It grows in quite a few different places throughout Mexico. Right, um, it actually right. grows in... Agave grows in... We, so you're we have using, it here in Texas. you're using what they're using. Yes, we are. Tequila. We are. Yeah. I get... I, I purchase it just like just like the tequila companies purchase their agave from a from a from a facility from a basically farmer from facility a from a, a farmer that's going to go some, ahead and cook uh, it down into a syrup or a nectar and then right, we right. buy that. So a lot of people think you buy the plants and hey, I take the plants and shove them in a still, but there's a couple steps before that. So yeah, no, I believe it's got to be converted they, uh, to a sugar. Uh, and they 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 cut them before they take them out of the ground because yeah. it's easier to cut them while they're because they're really heavy. Yeah, yeah. Even even huge. when they cut them, yeah, they're going to yeah, be yeah. thirty five to eighty five pounds or so. <laughs> They're, oh, they're yeah. very big and heavy. Yeah, seven so. to ten year old plants. So yeah. yes, yes, pretty cool. Yes, so definitely. And, and I've kind of learned from experience that the uh, with uh, I guess with tequila or you know that that some that type of drink that the quality of the agave is kind of key. And yours kind of stands up with the finest tequilas. I know uh, my wife Betsy. If she drinks cheap tequila, she breaks out. You know, and, and uh, you know yours is actually you know one of the ones where she can drink and it's no problems at all. I mean, she, you know, it's. I mean, I know it's been compared to some of the finest tequilas. That are found in Mexico. Well, raw, ma- raw material is key because, y'all, most tequila that we have here, if you look at the bottle, it says tequila and nothing else on it. If o- It only says tequila and it doesn't say 100% agave or 100% blue agave. You don't know what else is in it. It right, only right. by law has to be 51% blue agave. So unfortunately, here in the States, the way tequila would, was marketed to us, we have a lot of what's called mixto tequila, meaning it's mixed. It's not 100% blue agave. I buy certified 100% blue agave. So you want to look for 100% blue agave. Hallelujah. 100% agave is better than nothing, right. but it's not the best stuff. And unfortunately, a lot of, just like, think of apples. There's thousands of kinds of apples, right? Some of them taste good and some of them for eating and some of them aren't good for doing much that's of anything. That's right, that's mm-hmm. right. Just like grapes. Grapes, same thing. Grapes right. are the same it's, way. Well, agave is the same way. There's there's like close to 200 different kinds of agave and not all of not all those agaves are going to make the best tasting spirits desirable for or or produce the best esters and aldehydes when you ferment them or even more of bad alcohols when right, we, after right. fermentation and distillation you could have more methanol or acetone and that's true for kind of all your spirits so when you're at the liquor store towards the bottom shelf on the floor you know that's going to be your stuff that's going to have more of those kind of impurities in it whereas you get to the higher end stuff and especially with tequila look for 100% blue agave cuz a lot of people think tequila, oh, you're just going to shoot it or sweeten it up with a margarita so it doesn't matter what it tastes like. That's that's no. not true at all, and that's not how they drink tequila in Mexico. So they tend to keep the better stuff there. I mean, it makes sense. And then tequila was marketed to the to the United States more as, um, right, it's a rite of passage. It's party on, you know, bachelor party. Eat Turn the in worm, 21. Yeah. Yeah, Eat just, the worm, just man. It's got it. a worm in it, man. <laughs> Eat the worm. Lick the salt, make the face. Eat the lime. You know, that's, right. well. Does anyone know have, know people from Mexico? I know John, you do for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, how does how does your how does your family drink tequila? They don't shoot it like that. They're going to sip it, you know, right. with a beer back and sip and, it like a yes, whiskey. Yes, maybe right? sip yeah. it with a wedge of lime. And I know I've been to fine dining restaurants and and upper end places, and I've seen people that you know you can tell they're they're from Mexico, and that's how they that's how they drink tequila there. It's just so they just over pour years the tequila of marketing over ice and then sip it like some we of would them. Whiskey? Some of them 
some ice. Some of them drink it neat, just like you do with bourbon. It just really, it's your personal preference. There's really no right way to do that. But Interesting. Is that just, how yeah. you serve your tequila? To a lot of people, yes. Um, it just really depends on what they want. I brought the Reposado, and that really is, I mean, actually all three of mine, my Blanco, Reposado, and Añejo, all of them are really smooth, and you could sip any of them. But the, the Repo, you can definitely sip. But it's, nice. not, it's not overly priced. It's not $60 a bottle or anything like that. It's under 40 bucks. So it's something that... Hey, to mix it in a Paloma, which is what, that's what you're drinking, Sophia, mm-hmm. is a Paloma. That is, it's delicious, so great it's, it's, you know, you can mix it in a drink, too, and it's it's not, you know, it's not being ridiculous, so. And if, you, you created a market segment with the Blue Agave products, right? You were the first one to do that? No, there was, um, I mean, the first one here in Texas, there were, I don't know if they're still around, but there was a company I know of in California and in Colorado that were making agave spirits. Um, a little bit before we were, but okay. it's still something. It's it's infancy now. There's a Sotal company now in um, Driftwood, so uh, Desert Door Sotal is in Driftwood, and they they make a it's a similar type of plant once again, not quite the same as the Blue Agave, but it's it's another that type of nice. plant. Yeah, that so. tastes really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good drink. <laughs> this is awesome. This is sneaking up. This will this will take you. Apart you're almost you're almost empty. You need another. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm curious what your favorite drink is out of all of the selection that you have at the Buccaneer Bar. Like, what is your go-to? What do you like to drink when when the doors shut and the lights get low? Um, Usually it's going to be a Paloma Especial. It's uh, similar to what you're drinking, but it's going to be the Blue Agave Reposado and grapefruit juice, splash of fresca, and just a little dollop of agave nectar. And you shake that up really good. It gets a little frothy. It is really, really good. And sometimes for fun, you know, maybe drizzle a little of the blue agave and yeho on the top of it. You know, not too much, just a splash. So that. Um, nice. I like a brown derby, which is going to be grapefruit once again. Are you seeing a... I like sour stuff, so brown derby. Trend, trend yeah, alert, yeah. Trend I, like, alert. I like. I don't do a lot of sweet stuff. I like. I like more sour stuff, and I love bubbles. Yeah. So I throw Fresca or Sprite Zero or Sprite. Right, the, the Canada Dry in this, right? Ginger ale is a. Why secret. ask why? I'm giving Canada away a dry. secret recipe. Oh man, throw ginger ale and lots of punches and stuff, and it just people are like, what is that? They can't figure out what it is. It gives it that roundness, that just little something extra. So. Right, right. Same thing mm-hmm. like mules. A lot of those oh, have yeah. ginger uh-huh. in them, or yep. some kind of ginger tea or carbonated. Kind drink. of fills that hole because a lot of times you get right, you right. get. Right. Up front, you get something in the back, and there's nothing in the middle. So the bubbles let everything pass. I know mm-hmm. we used to do uh, do tequila poppers when you you fill the glass with half Seven Up and half tequila mm-hmm. when we were kids. When you were kids, when you were yeah. a kid, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Kids. Yeah. We were all kids. we were all we were all kids. Do, do as maybe, I say, not as I do. Maybe, disclaimer, maybe, disclaimer, maybe uh, my definition of kid is you know it's when you're twenty something. Twenty, okay, okay. exactly, exactly. We'd take uh, half tequila and half like Sprite or 7-Up, and you put it in a shot glass, and you'd slam it. And oh, yeah, yeah. And then you'd throw it, and the the bubbles would just take it, and you'd just be like, yeah, I didn't feel anything. Well, then it's lemon-lime, too, <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. that's what goes with tequila and agave it, spirits. Lemon-lime, you, you know, do about go fi- great with them. About five or six of those, and you're like, man, I don't feel a ding. <laughs> <laughs> We put yeah. Crystal Light into a glass of vodka, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> I see there's vodka yeah, over yeah, there. Actually, yeah, that's, vodka that's actually there. what's pretty cool is, is, you know, you started out with rum, but now yeah. it seems like you've got something in every segment or pretty much. I mean, you're, you've got a, I mean. There's you, a, there's do, a do great wanna, reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to run, run okay. through the whole portfolio? I mean, is that, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah, I can do that. Sure. So we started with rum because that's basically what my husband and I like more than anything is, is pretty much rum. And that's because we're sailors, the whole talking and dressing like pirate thing. We've been doing that for quite a while. We had a sailboat for a long time. 
And it makes sense to make rum here in Texas or Louisiana around these parts because the sugarcane, your raw material for molasses and sugarcane juice, it's, it's regional. So it makes sense to make rum here, and there wasn't a rum distillery, so we thought that'd be a great idea. So we started with a handful of rums, and then we went into the agave spirits because at the time there were a handful of agave spirits kind of being imported, and they were calling them Texas tequilas, and you can't do that because, once again, tequila's a region. And I remember being, oh, making presentations at bars or restaurants or liquor stores and looking at their, their, their products and saying, hey, other than Tito's, you know, you don't have any other Texas products on the market. And they'd pull this bottle of tequila. It had the word tequila right on it. Oh, yeah, this is from, this is from Texas. And I'm like, no, it's, <laughs> if you look at the back of the label, it actually says, you know, made in, made in Mexico. It's, you know, it's really a, so basically the, la- the, the so label, like, the want, label yeah. was stamped in Texas. And it was one of those, it was know, one of those things I'm like, really, you, you want a Texas tequila? Fine. We're going to look into that. And so Matt and I started looking into that and found there were really only a couple at the time. And there was, like I said, there was one in California that I know of and another in Colorado. And we thought what a great idea because a margarita in texas it's 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 huge Staple. i mean people mm-hmm. drink a lot of tequila here and it's refreshing especially mixed in margaritas and with lime and grapefruit all those kinds of cocktails so we thought well what the heck you know it's how how would we get some agave to play with it and found out it wasn't that difficult and something fun to do so the blue agave products the blanco was what we launched next and then the reposado and then a little thing called uh, our liquor laws changed for us in 2013. Uh-oh. Yep. And when that happened, it means we could now have a tasting room and we could sample and sell cocktails and sell a limited amount of bottles and cocktails. So Okay, so yeah. you, you kind of jumped ahead. but Well, in, we're going to come back to that. We'll come back to that. Reason, yeah. The reason we introduced vodka and whiskey is, well, I now have a bar. How many cocktails can I make with a couple of rums and, a, and a, an agave spirit or two, right? Or you come into my place, you come into my tasting room, and, well, I only drink whiskey. We get that a lot from a lot of guys, a lot of ladies. I only drink vodka, a lot of sometimes guys. So it's one of those things that when we saw that, okay, we're now going to have a facility where we can have a, we can have a visitor center, a tasting room. You know, have you been to a winery lately and noticed at the winery they might have 30 different wines, everything from White Zen to the biggest Cabernet to anything in between because – they want to try and have a little bit of something for everybody. So it really just it really just made sense. So it's not like we set out to make vodka or whiskey or any of these things. It was really somewhat of a necessity. And now I had a venue at which to showcase it. Having to use your distributor in the three-tiered, four-tiered system in some cases doesn't make sense for me to make all these products because your distributor won't even bring them all in. You know, Specs doesn't carry all my products. Total Wine & More doesn't. It's not their fault. They can't. There's so many products out there. Mm. So now that we have a tasting room, we have a venue to play with and do some other things and make some other products. So the minute that law changed, we're like, we need to start making vodka and whiskey so that we've got that at the bar for the person I only drink vodka cranberry. And that's why we pretty much immediately launched the uh, vodka and then a couple years later came out with our light whiskey and then we've got an aged whiskey too. And I've noticed it's also kind of turned into a bottle shop. I mean, people... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people buy you the... Can, you can purchase two bottles per person every 30 days uh, from my facility. Okay. Wow. Yep. During the same times that you can come to a liquor store. So people, why do you close early and why aren't you open at Sunday? Well, because we have kind of goofy rules about all that. So, right. Mm-hmm. But it, but the rules that are current actually uh, are, are a major improvement over the, the way they were before the laws changed. Oh my gosh! And I, yeah. I remember you going to Austin and you you yeah. really were uh, you know kind of the tip of the spear fighting for some of the laws. Oh, it was uh, it was a handful of us. Um, Paula of Paula's a Lemoncella and Orange Cella and uh, Garrison Brothers and Treaty Oak and there's so many people to name. Rebecca Creek, um, Texas Spirit. There's a whole bunch of us. I'd say about ten fifteen people 
got together and started an association and then we kind of went and had to, you know, Tito got on board too. And, you know, pretty much all the big players got on board and trying to get that push through. And yeah, I've been to Austin quite a bit. Uh, the whole, you know, how a bill becomes a law. Yeah, I know how that works now. <laughs> well, it's a lot a of fun. Did, did any of you guys go to those meetings up, at, up, at, uh, up in Austin where they, where they had all of you in one room? And it is great because here you are, the distillers, and we're all on these couple of tables. And then right next to you, you have all the liquor store chain people. And then you had the it was pretty it was pretty rough yeah and you're all in there together to and and like and we're going through all this and it's ugly and they want to make more money like and they want to make more yeah. money it was quite heated at times and then at the end of it the you know the the session would be over and everyone's like hey you know and you're i hope they still have my product on the shelf and then they're you know and same too y'all gotta go make nice and we, and we are all nice it's 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 just the way the system is is set up it's it's not that anyone's pitting evil y'all or, against each other, basically. Right? It, it really, it really kind of is, and I, yeah. I don't blame them. They're all looking out for their their own, you know, their own their own assets. And I mean, you gotta you gotta watch it. So laws can change. Like, look what happened to beer with that being dialed back a little bit too, with the with the rule of how much you can sell yourself before you have to use a distributor once again. So right. with every law things, changes yeah. more limitations. Uh-huh. I mean, that's how they yeah. do it. You know, so, they, yeah, they you know, stack even, even, those even, limitations on you. Even when it seemed the laws got better for breweries, it kind of squeezed in a Still, new permit you yeah. had to buy. You know, the yes. Distributors made us mm-hmm. buy, you know, yep. you know, so it's, it's a, uh, you definitely learn that, especially in Texas, you know, political, uh, <laughs> they're, they're not going to lose out on their tax that, money. That yeah. definitely plays a role. Yeah. If well, they can what, squeeze tax money out of you, they're going to do well, it. Well, and what one of us wants to change, you know, another group would prefer the status quo because it behooves them. And I don't blame them for that. I mean, I'm I'm going to be the same way, watching out for what we've got going on. So. Well, but I, I remember that, you know, when we, uh, one of the first times that I visited your facility, you couldn't even do a tasting on site. No, we I couldn't. Mean, you, we couldn't taste until 2010. So, and that was mostly wow. Dan Garrison. When, when did y'all open? 2005? 2006? 2007 we Seven, opened. We, we, we started the company and all that fun stuff, DBA, and started working on everything. Two years before it opened, right? Yeah, well, back then, there weren't even permits and forms to fill out to open a distillery. We were kind of going rounds because they're like, ah, oh, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, there's this thing called Tito's out there, and clearly, <laughs> you can do it. And it was, no, no, when it was we went little, to our little, local little office, she's like, uh, we've never done yeah, one of these. We exactly. don't know how to do it, so yeah. i got to call my guy and come back next week yeah, yeah you, we had kind of the same the same issue that yeah. they, they, well, well there's winery permits and there's brewery permits but you know i don't think you can do that here i'm like well actually we, we know you can because there there is one there is <laughs> right. one so but you you it went was a through long time ago carol no right carol did yeah, your, uh-huh. yeah. yeah we went we, well we started with carol and then had to go up to right I think you had dallas. to go up the dallas office or something with but now right. now they've streamlined a lot more now and it's you right. can do it on yeah. everything online now and updating your permits and renewing and it's it's a lot better than it used to be so, sure yeah, sure yeah i know for beer they were they were fairly lax she handled the whole thing and she was a we were yeah. her a first, sweetheart about we were, the whole thing we were her she first really brewery was. i believe oh yeah. wow that's awesome yeah. but you know you know a tabc officer they'll smile and call you sweetheart while they put you in cuffs and, and <laughs> denied walk you to the car yeah they really will they'll be like oh sweetheart it's such a pity i gotta do this but if we could just walk on over there and just get in the back of the car we'll be all right yes ma'am <laughs> well fortunately i have not had that experience and right. I, I don't, I don't plan we. it i don't well, plan no, on yeah, it nor have we but they they will they, they anyone are who that. knows they me <laughs> I always saw him as that cold. That way, it like kept me, you know, to, from. I, I just I know a couple of breweries have challenged 
their acceptance onto property before and some things have happened. Oh, wow. I don't ever plan on, I don't do that. And I think we've already had this discussion where you were, uh, when you were, you were in distribution for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started off actually in wine and she's uh, 1996. So pretty much out of college. I started working um, in wine sales. Yeah, so I worked for it was Sheps at the time, and then it became over the years. It's now it's Republic National Distributing Company. RNDC is who it is now, and that's actually who actually sells my product for me. So um, here in Texas, you can't self distribute spirits. So Republic, you're going through them. So yeah, and I worked for them for about eleven years. So I'm a wine sommelier too. I'm a level one wine sommelier. Nice. Oh yeah. I sold a lot of beer, you guys, and I sold beer back when St. Arnold's was pretty much new, and it was and it was hard to sell it. People like we don't want you know, but people just it was crazy. (laughs) And we had all these craft beers, and it was hard to sell it at the time. And then shoot, it seemed just like in a year or two, it's like bam, every now the craze really started, and they were the tip. It was flying off the shelf. They were. They were the tip. Well, let's take a look at the past, but first we got to go to a we got to go to break that's right we're back with the galactic coast power hour we're here with kelly Raline from the uh, Raline distillery drinking and, some magnificent drinks and buccaneer <laughs> mm-hmm. bar mm. and we're, we're having craft cocktails Raline craft cocktails and uh this is the uh, the paloma you're drinking the paloma now paloma. yes yes excellent that was tasty so we were talking. We're talking about kind of the. Uh, we were talking about the past and and things that drove you into where you are today. I believe is where we were. I think that's what yep. we were talking about. Things we we're talking about. So, your early years selling wine, uh-huh. right? You learned a lot, I'm sure. Oh yeah, dealing with Ele- especially. De- years. I think I think it was dealing with the TABC that we were. Kind of talking yeah, because even as a sales rep working for a distributing company, there's a lot of rules, and you could you could get fined, you could get you know, and they you, were could, constantly, you could get days off without pay, you could get fired, you could get there's right. a yeah, you had a and they're you know, constantly touring the warehouse too, correct? Well, I didn't have much to do with the warehouse. I mean, I'm I'm sure they I'm sure they are. There's you have to inventory everything and and taxes and all that fun stuff. I'm, I'm I imagine for someone like Republic, that's got to be a one heck of a job, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> considering Jeez. all the brands. I know what a yeah. what a what a what a job it is for us. So, for the no, but for us, it was more knowing. I had to know more the marketing rules. There's things you can do, giveaways and this and right, that, right. and staying at a place for how long, and buying drinks, and can you touch the bottles, and can you this when you're doing a wine dinner, and and so that's more of what I had to deal with as far as being out in the general public and being in accounts. There was a lot of rules. So um, being at a, a liquor, being at a liquor changed, store, right? moving bottles around. You can't move someone else's bottles around at the liquor store. You right, can, right. There's all these there's all these rules. Yeah. And there, it's mostly the marketing. So I really knew more of the marketing end of stuff when it, when it came to actually starting up a distillery and all that stuff. I mean, we were we were clueless. You know, I could write a book on what not to do, I'm sure, but you know, it you know, it's a learning curve, but at least I knew on the marketing side kind of what had to be done and and what How was to push what and... was what was legal, what to look for and I'd buy and, that book. Yeah. <laughs> what not to do? <laughs> what not to do? I could write a lot of right, what right. not we're to do books. We'll talk yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, how not to bareboat <laughs> charter the first time? How not to? There's a lot of what to not to. Yeah, I could, right. I could do a lot of that. That's a good so. angle for a book. Yes, yes. <laughs> how not to start a distillery? <laughs> 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 yeah, it'd save save a lot of people a lot of time. I'm sure. Right. <laughs> But if you hadn't started, there'd be so many uh, unhappy people right now in Galveston County and the, the greater area. That because you Goodness have, gracious, I mean, yeah. you have. I mean, it's uh, it's. You've amazing. created quite a dependency. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. We need a uh, rum. 
<laughs> well, I like the fact that you're, you're kind of on a couple different angles. I mean, obviously you have the you, the distribution, the bottles to go, the the on-site you know, live music. I mean, let's talk a little bit about the Buccaneer Bar. You know, I mean, you, you literally, uh, obviously you fought for the loss to even get anywhere near to the point where you could actually. Yeah, I when we started this, we had never envisioned that we would have this aspect of it where we have a tasting room and a bar. And it's people, like, they, they have a you know, hard time understanding, oh, is it a like a real bar? Well, you know, it's basically like y'all's tap rooms at a brewery or a winery. You know, you go to those places and they only have the products that they actually make there. That's all they. That, Which that, you that's make all there, on yeah. site. Which we make and we make thir- thirteen different products. Yeah. So seven rums, three blue agave spirits, two whiskeys, and a vodka. So there's a little bit of something for everybody. I would argue it's yeah. even cooler though. That's, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's two hundred plus. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Best yeah. best tour too as well. Right. I mean, super. Truth. I mean, you walk through the entire process. You get to taste all of. That's what really impressed me the most the first time I went. You know, you get to try everything. So whiskey, you know, the um, reposado. You get to see the still running. We typically, I mean, very rarely. I mean, only if we've had an issue, which is pretty much never. I mean, the still is, is running when we're doing a tour. And we, you know, and not to pick on other places or how other folks do things, but it's not, it's not just a a tour guide doing this tour and reading cards or just regurgitating. You're actually getting the tour from a distiller. So it's either going to be, it's going to be myself (laughs) or it's going to be Kenny Bradshaw. He's, he's a master distiller. He's been with me three years now. It'll be Kenny doing a tour. Um, James occasionally does tours too. And uh, James is also a distiller. Um, you know, so it's it's you're gonna get an actual you're gonna get someone who actually runs runs the equipment and cleans everything and makes the product and bottles it and barrels it. So when you want to ask things about, well, how do you work this or how does this work or what the heck is that? At least we can answer you as opposed to a lot of these other things I've been to wineries and breweries and distilleries. Sometimes it's just you know it's 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 someone that hey they have an appreciation but they might not really understand. The chemistry behind anything and the mechanics. So with with our place, it's a little different. So definitely have street cred. Yeah, definitely give the tour. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and oh the uh, the Buccaneer beers, uh, Buccaneer bar is coming up on an anniversary, correct? Yeah, um, we opened the bar. It'll be four years. So the bar, I mean, it was kind of bare bones. It wasn't really open, but we really opened the bar four years ago. So yeah, in August, the first Saturday in August, we're having a big pirate party. How fitting, huh? Yay! <laughs> I love it. If you got to get your pirate on, this is the place and the time to do it. Yeah, and that's uh, Saturday, August fourth. Saturday, I Saturday, Should August fourth. Should be 4th. a nice little mark, mark your, mark your yeah. calendars. There's going to be calendars. plenty. Of booty there. Lots of booty there. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Background (laughs) of marketing. (laughs) Take your cutlass and market. Well, watch it. We have to, you know, you might have to check your cutlass at the door. You know, we, check your you know, cutlass at the door. A plastic cutlass is fine, but we have had some folks show, show are, up with uh, some uh, crate. I'm like, okay, you're, you, we can't have that in here. Yeah. <laughs> leave that, the leave the is musket. That Damascus in the, uh, steel? <laughs> leave the musket in the actual <laughs> real cutlass <laughs> in, in the car, please. <laughs> this There'll is a bar. be no fight in here. <laughs> no. Arr. No. They can battle it out for for the pirate talking because you know we'll have a contest to who the best pirate talker is. So that's how they can fight it. Ooh, out. That's right. I want to hear like some a, of your like a, yeah. yeah. I, I need to hear a, some of Kelly's like best I pirate. I think that's an annual event, right? Do you talk like well, a pirate? That's a, that's, that's another a different deal. But that's yeah. another party. <laughs> yeah, that's a, we we often talk like pirates <laughs> at our place. We don't do it just once a year, which is International Talk Like a Pirate Day, which is September nineteenth, which September, is yeah. pretty 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 much you know a, my my wow. favorite holiday. If you can use the word holiday, but we we do it works especially our holidays fine for. But we have probably five, six pirate parties a year, something like that. So, yeah. Excellent, excellent. 
And that's so, including the pirate club. What's the name of the pirate? Uh, the, not the, the pirate club. But the, the it's we call it the guild. It's really you don't. It's it's really not a, a club. You know, it's not exclusive or anything like that. It's really all it is is you get a pirate mug. So for twenty dollars, you get a stainless steel insulated like that one pirate right there? mug. Yes, it's okay. this right here. You get one of these, and you're going to take it home with you. Looks like a barrel with a handle. It really pretty much does. That's that's the whole that's idea. Awesome. It keeps your hot beverages hot. Yeah. So use your morning coffee, right? Your, and your cold your beverages cold. And your cold beverages cold. So you take your mug home, and when you come into our so place. Cool. You bring your mug with you, so you get to drink out of your mug. It's just kind of cool. And when you walk into our place, especially on on weekdays, um, you'll see pretty much everyone in there has one of these. So, and the the cool thing about it is, you're not in the club, Maisie. It's a couple more. It's a couple more ounces than your regular twelve ounce cocktail, and it's just it's just cool. And so we do. You make drinks for those? Do Do you make drinks in those for people? Is that where you make the? Well, well, yeah. If shake them and then pour them in the. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you bring in your mug, you'll drink out of your own mug. People nice. bling them out. You should see what folks do, y'all. They bling take them. Um, they bling them. Yes, they put all sorts of crazy stuff on them. Crunk cup. They um, <laughs> they get cord and parachute cord and rope Paracord, and whatever. Uh, and they they oh my gosh, they uh, bedazzle the They do bedazzle them. There are ones that are rhinestoned out. Rhinestone I mean, it's hard. it's crazy. So people then they bring in their own love. Rhinestone yeah. does start yeah. with R. How many, how many members are in the guild currently? <laughs> we have sold twenty three hundred mugs. Nice. Ooh. That's a big old pirate party That's right a, there. Yes. But you have plenty. That's a fair share. Yeah, there's no, once again, there's no limit on this. It's just, you're buying a mug. And then, you know, if you want to be on the email list, there's a special email list. So you get advanced notice when, like, we've got new products coming out. We kind of let the folks that have bought a mug know about the. I think the rum's kicking in, Are Is it? (laughs) He's not going to stop, is he? (laughs) You need to to practice and, and come on Saturday the 4th. Saturday the fourth. Yeah. Saturday the fourth. Could be a ringer. No, yeah. What's that? That's your anniversary party. The big party. pirate party. Oh. Have you been listening? Oh. <laughs> Arr, I've been drinking. <laughs> We're having a talk like a pirate contest that night. I thought I thought he said September nineteenth. That's what I was. No, saying. That was, well, we'll have another one. Yeah. We'll, we'll have another one. That's then we the don't main just, one. Right? We don't That's limit the, ourselves. We're glad you're at least picking up parts of the, of the parts. Are yeah. parts. <laughs> I'm picking up parts. <laughs> Nice. That's pretty fun. Does this anyone is, have any is, good pirate jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's got. She. I'm sure you have tons. I, I of really don't. Jokes. We, we have bad ones. They're really not good. <laughs> really not. Pirates don't tell jokes. <laughs> they cut you in half. Arr. <laughs> Enough about the realistic version of pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, y'all. <laughs> These, uh, this is this is a really good drink. Oh, wait, thank this you. This is a really good thank drink. Thank you. I could just settle into this. This this could like session me all the way through the night. Excellent. Yep. Absolutely. Am I gonna need to drive you home? No, I'm no, good. you're good. <laughs> you're staying the night. We, we do have. I'm staying. Uber, right. Uber on standby too. I mean, we, right. We've, yeah. Yeah. We, we've learned this isn't our first. Right. We have. We have yeah. about to say. You call Uber. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> There is a Uber. We haven't done 1,600 episodes, but we've done 16. So we've 16. learned. Yeah, yeah. You know your limit. No, but this is this is a very good drink. No, you, oh, you, thank it's, you. It's very Man, sneaky. I'm, you can't really detect the rum. There's there's a decent amount of rum there. Probably an yeah. ounce and a half to two ounces. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but the fruit, the fruit makes it healthy. Yes. Makes it healthy. I know. I know. And it hides the alcohol. Well, I don't. I don't you can you can taste it, it. You taste oh, the spice. Mm-hmm. I can totally taste the spice in it from the spice mm. drum because the spice mm. drum is one of the rums in there. So I get the very good the spices, ginger, cardamom. I'm curious about the names that you have on some of your bottles there. Sure. So yeah, sugar cane, El El Perico. Perico. That What's means that means the parakeet. 
So that's kind of, you know, a nod to the fact that it's, it's, you know, blue agave spirits, which is, which is made in Mexico, tequila, which is made in Mexico. So, and it's for the parakeet. If you notice the parakeet on all of our bottles, that is, I'm sure you guys have seen them around Clear Lake, all around the lake and Bay Cliff, San Leon. That's for the monk parakeet. So when we were building our place, um, we, we did a lot of it out of the old Buccaneer, which was a bait shop and ice house located a couple blocks from where we put our facility. And when you're on the second floor of the Buccaneer... Um, there are all these big palm trees, and you were looking right into the tops of them, and there's huge nests in them, and so the birds are flying back and forth, and that's kind of how we got wow. the idea. You know, we're, we're, we're naming our product, uh, we're getting ready to open our facility, and they'd let us hang out on upstairs during the week when no one was there and meet with contractors and, and work and, you know, little things like use the bathroom since we didn't have a building yet. And, you know, just little, 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 Man, it's little, little things. things like that. It's little things, things like that. They let you, they, they'd let us hang out there, and that's how we kind of had the idea was watching these birds fly back and forth, and they're just dragging stuff up, you know, to build their nests. And we're like, hey, that's a great idea to use on our label because it's – we didn't want to be in your face, pirate, you know, we – you know, trying to come up with a name is, is tough. And then Raylene is just our last name. So um, if you think of a lot of products, one word, and it's something people haven't heard of before. And so we thought it would be unique. Yeah. And then using the parakeet, because people come to live. There's there's clubs and things, bird clubs and stuff that actually come down to bird watch. And that's kind of how we found out about all that. And so using the little parrot on our bottle. That pretty much this, awesome. whole, this whole area is kind of like a bird sanctuary. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Pelicans yeah. and yeah, we've got all sorts of stuff. All, I know all the, all the birds we get flying yeah. through here. And of course, what, what do they say about San Leon? It's it's a it's a drinking community with a fishing problem. It's a <laughs> it's a small drinking community with a large fishing problem. Yes, <laughs> right, yes, right. that uh, that sums it up pretty well. If you've been bar hopping in San Leon, you know what I'm talking about. There's quite a few of them in a concentrated area. And the other thing that's kind of unique about your experience, I mean, literally, you started from the ground up. I mean, you bought the real estate, you built the fir- you built the distillery, oh, yeah. then you built yeah. the bar. I mean, what 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 was that process like? Well, uh, you know, fortunately, my husband has, you know, his line of work being a being a chemical engineer and, and all the line of work he does and everything, he's had to build really big things like at chemical plants and things of that nature. Sure. So, you know, Seen with, with him, yeah. Sharp so with, with so with Seen him, like a small project to him, right? Pretty pretty much, yeah. So with him, actually, you know, you're still seeing it a, as Goliath, but he's like, yeah, just a little. To me, I'm, I'm like, wow, a that's a thing. crane. He's like, that ain't a crane. That's a, you know, that's nothing. You should see the cranes <laughs> I have to get. All right. <laughs> like, okay, so. So yeah, and having him get the general contractor and kind of his vision with that and then just moving forward from there. So, but yeah, I would have never thought and then building the second building when we, you know, when the law changed and we ran out of room and who would have, who would have thought? So right. yeah, I know. Yeah. Now, now you're booking bands. You're, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, it's yeah. evolved into a whole new thing, right? I mean, it hasn't. And thankfully, because, you know, I'm, I don't know if we'd still be here if it, if it weren't for all that, because to use our facility, it's, it's the best marketing tool we have. Because, you you know, you can go to a liquor store and sample products, right, when they're pouring products. And you're, oh, yeah, you get to try things. And, and that's great. But to, to come and to meet the people that actually make the product, to see a facility. I know, I don't know about y'all, but when I go to a brewery or when I go to a winery, which I do a lot of that, her distillery, and I see and meet people. If I like that person or I see what I like at the facility or, wow, it's clean or people are friendly or look at all the work that went into this. I'm more apt to buy your product. I mean, and yeah, I absolutely. absolutely. And yeah. this, this it's goes about back an 20 years, 20 years yep. to when I was in the wine business, going to certain wineries that I'm like, oh man, they, they were so great. And I got to meet the family. I got to meet the owner. I got to meet the winemaker and I petted the dog and you know, whatever it is and, and all these things and, and they have good product. So it really just sells it. So for us to have our facility where you can come in and you can learn about how it's made, you can try the product and then, Hey, you like it. 
Well, guess what? You can go, you can go to a liquor store. You can go to your local liquor store. You can go to Specs or Total or lots of different places, Goody Goody and lots of local stores. And you can purchase a lot of our products right there, right? You know, rather than having to drive across town or, or from wherever you are coming to, to do, to purchase from us, you can go get it from the store too. And with bars and restaurants, the more people ask for it, the more bars and restaurants and hotels are starting to pour our products. So with, mm. with building the facility and, and we call them rumbassadors. So, you know, you come to our place and people always say, well, what can we do to help you? Next time you're at a restaurant, ask for Raylene Rum. Local Next liquor. time you're at a local liquor, liquor store yeah, and yeah. you don't see it, drink local. ask yep. for it. And it's funny because I get, I get bars, restaurants, liquor stores calling me, man, people keep asking for this. What the heck is this? What is going on? How do I get it? And hey, call Republic Beverage. You know, if you can get... Kendall Jackson and Sutter Home, you can get my product. So it's it's just that easy. But it's just people don't know. And there's there's so many products out there. You all know too. I mean, look at the look at beer. It's it's the same way when I go to H E B or when I go it's, there's so yeah. much of it and it's hard and you know, and you buy the flashy label, do you buy the most expensive, the least expensive, the best way to for me is is I go to these places and I try buyer? it. Yes. Are you a new buyer? Yes. Are you a That's middle right. buyer? Uh-huh. I mean the demographic range yeah. is so the demographic range itself is is yeah. strong when you're trying to well, entice and some people new. only buy the same thing. You know, there are people that that's and then there's nothing wrong with that. So it's it's just one of those things. So, but you you almost kind of lost me when you said dog like a like a Brooklyn. Brooklyn, dog. Yeah, you had like a Brooklyn accent when you said Must dog. Must be the rum. You were like dog. <laughs> I'm originally from it, the Midwest. Is that your dog? <laughs> is that your dog? I did not say it like there's no way. Dog. Is that <laughs> your dog? <laughs> we will it was pretty tape. close. Oh I, was like, I was like, I was like, is she from Brooklyn? No. It's my dog. I have to take it for a walk. Yeah. My dog. Ah, the way to okay, Boston. You, okay, you're done. You just got cut yeah, off by Master yeah. Distillery. I don't think so. He's like that all the time, though. You That's can't true. cut him off. Really, it's hard like, to judge me. I'm intense all kind, the time. Kind, kind of like a comic book character. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm real life. I am. That's true. You, you're oh, yeah. yeah. Can I have another one of these? Sure. Pass it down. <laughs> I would like a, a second cup as well. Yes. Uh, what do you want? You want you want another Paloma or you want a rum Sylvia punch? never has a second cup at home. <laughs> <laughs> Bartender's choice. Anything okay, you want to okay. pour. All right. So we're, we're going to, Kelly's going to prepare some uh, craft cocktails for us and we're going to be right back after we pay some bills. The Galactic Guys. Watch us on Welcome back with Kelly Raylene to the Galactic Coast Power Hour with John Ennis, Sylvia Benvenides, Mike Taylor, and Kelly Raylene. Kelly. Yep. What am I drinking? Is this the same thing again? (laughs) (laughs) Am I going to R it out? We're going to do this again? (sighs) All right. It's the talk like a pirate rum punch. And I believe I'm having that. It's working. Yeah. Yes, John, you have the you have the rum punch too. You are now having Sylvia. You have the the tiger shark. Mm-hmm. I like the tiger shark better than the last one, but it's no. it's got a little more a uh, little more acidity, a little more sour. Yeah. Hey, that's my drink. All right, that's, so that's, so the that's uh, more my kind of style too. So the the uh, I guess the you know the uh, the, the Buccaneer bar kind of has a pirate theme, and you've got pirate kind events. Of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Kind of. Like every inch of the walls is pretty much covered in pirate. Yes. Yeah, and literally every every inch. I mean, uh, you know, and pretty, pretty I've, I've seen it evolve from blue walls to. I, I like mean, how you're not all... like you know punching it in the face. You know, you know, you're not like. Well, well, if you like if you were taking there, it to the extreme, or if you were there anything. four years ago. There was like what four or five things on the walls. Right. It's definitely two now, tables, now a handful of folding I mean, chairs. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think, that's, I think that's actually when we came right in the right yeah. in the beginnings. Yeah. 
yeah, of, we, the, uh, of the room. Well, that was before she even built that. No, one. me yeah, and yeah. Carrie went oh, okay, when okay, she yeah, built yeah, the. Uh, oh, yeah. when we first yeah, were building yeah. the new the new mm-hmm. building, yeah, yeah. And then the, and the back half of that building is storage and raw material, a lot of barrels, and then the bottling line is in the back of that building too. And it's so funny because. Even two years ago, wow, this is still really big. It's never full, and now it's we have no room. That's <laughs> awesome. I should have built a bigger building. Yeah. So, yep. Once again, that how not to book coming right up. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna play off that theme, the pirate theme, and you're gonna be the first ever participant in the Galacticos Challenge audio visual walk the plank. And uh, so we oh, walk yeah, the plank. Oh, no. So uh, we're going to quiz the plank, you. I knew nothing of this. <laughs> right, right. You, you, we like to challenge, uh, you know, based on themes. Uh, we had the guys from Swing okay. Door in. They got kind of a Western theme. Okay. Uh-huh. Everybody gets a challenge. Maybe they shouldn't okay. keep yeah. that Western theme. It. Okay. So I'm going to play an audio clip. I'm going to show you a visual. Actually, some of these probably, I mean, a lot of these, the audio clip's pretty difficult. So we're going to do a combination of the two. Since this is radio, we've, we've adapted. Should I be uh, nervous? Uh, yes, no. very, slightly, very slightly. Very I think if we just did the audio, probably, but I think okay. the, I think the uh, the visual. So you got your headphones on. I'm ready. I'm gonna... It is my intention to commandeer one of these ships, pick up oh, a crew no, 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 and torture, raid, pillage, plunder, and otherwise pilfer all Weasley Black out. Well, that one's easy. <laughs> right. Who is it? That's Johnny so, Depp. Johnny Depp. Hey, yeah, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Captain say, Jack Sparrow. You can. Uh, there you go. You just uh, you can name the character, the the uh, the vehicle, movie, the, movie, the real TV actor, show, the okay. real actor. Oh, we'll the take, visual gives it away. The, yeah, that's kind of right. Kind of. So uh, you know, actually, actually, well, God. Oh come on, challenge me. Oh, okay. We're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> take it away. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm skipping. I'm, I'm skipping the visual on this. Audio one. only. We got a problem. We pushed the ship too hard. We're off the grid. That means the computer's now offline. The ship's broken. Think walk the plank pirates. Although this is maybe a little bit more modern pirates. That sounds like um, Nicholas Cage. Uh, oh no, it's Tom Hanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. So y'all don't you know, even I know just, what Tom Hanks sounds like. I just <laughs> that, was, that was Tom Hanks with an accent, I believe. Uh, you know, he was. Mike does a pretty good Tom Hanks. Uh, yeah. So that was uh, okay. The first one, Pirates of the Caribbean. That was uh, Captain Phillips. That one's easy. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Uh, oh, my Lord. I know this one. That is a cartoon. I have I have no children. You're close. Well, I don't okay. know what it is. Well, I even know what it is. I know what it is, too. Well, okay, it's uh, A Pirate's Life, Peter Pan, 1953. Yep. 1953. Captain Hook, right? Oh. No, it's Peter Pan. Well, Peter Pan, but... Ca- but it's Captain Hook. Captain Hook. Yeah, it's Captain Hook. Whatever. We only have to name one. It's Peter Pan. <laughs> Arr, it's Peter Pan. All right. Oh, You're Peter Pan. named after me. Oh, that's Captain Crunch. Yes. Captain Crunch. Wait a minute. Is that a pirate? Is he a pirate? He's a captain. He's a captain. He's an admiral. He's an admiral. Did you see the hat? Well, I guess he's a captain. I'm going to sail to Skull Island on your ship. Oh, Jesus. But my ship will follow, ready to attack if I don't return safely. I have no idea. All right, go by the visual. Looks like the three students. Because Abbott and Costello. Oh, Abbott and Costello. We were on the save. Uh, I know. Well, there's yeah. three of them. And... Don't try to stop me, Smee. I'm not okay. Hold on. We're gonna, we're gonna... You're still giving the video away. Wait! You'll not take her while I live. Then I'll take her when you're dead. Oh, the shack up with that. He's a 
Blackbeard? That's that's kind of difficult. That's Captain Blood from 1935. Oh, I was thinking Blackbeard, which, uh, maybe. You know, 1935. Oh yeah, Errol, yeah. Errol Flynn. Oh, Errol Flynn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, digging deep. We have a. Crack research crew of 1,500. Uh, they're not doing crack. They're just, you know, good. introduced. Killian Jones. What are you doing aboard He's my cute. ship? You have my wife. Well, I've had many a man's No wife. idea. I've had... <laughs> That's a great line, That's though. I've I gotta, I gotta see a, that one now. I've had many a man's wife. <laughs> that one was suggested by the wife. That's uh, Captain Hook from Once Upon a Time. He's cute. Yeah, I've was, had uh, many a man's kind of wife. Cool. Okay, this one gets a little easier. I'm Arr. looking. Hold on. All right. I'm really not doing well. I'm glad there's a, yeah. Oh, it's the Muppets Pirate. Kermit. <laughs> you have the Muppets. That's, oh, that's uh, Muppet Treasure Island, uh, 1986. 86? You're old. I'm young. You're old. Be reasonable. Come on down, you little baboon. You want Your to eat little the nature by thunder? The strong always eat the weak. Oh, that's um the mutiny. Mutiny on the bounty. Well, is no, it Mutiny on no, the Bounty? No, actually, no? that's uh, Walter Matthau in Roman Polanski's Pirates, 1986. Ah. So that, that movie cost about $30 million to make, and it took in less than $1 million in ticket sales. Ouch. What? So oh. it was uh, not that so it was, They uh, weren't ready for Pirates it was, then. It was, it was Waterworld. <laughs> Best movie <laughs> <a> ever. Failure. <laughs> Still a good movie. And I've got one bonus one that we're going to try real quick here. We're, we're changing computers. We're uh, doing this on the fly. Are we got to change right, so. computers for this one, alas? <laughs> I just thought this was so funny. Don't try to stop me this time, Smee. Don't you dare try to stop me this time, Smee. Try to stop me. That's Captain Hook, isn't it? Arr. Yeah, that's, uh, that is Captain Hook. That's uh, Peter Pan. I'm coming. I'm coming. This is not a joke. I'm committing a suicide. <laughs> Mm. Right, Damn it! Uh, oh. There was some gunplay. <laughs> right, that was uh, that was Hook, and that was uh, that's a pretty funny scene. He was trying to, well, he's pretending to commit suicide. One is for his. Arr, uh, seems like a lot of Captain Hook in this special. <laughs> 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 you picked up on the theme. All right, so um, the Hook makes the R. Oh, overall, I think you did pretty well, though. Yeah, I did pretty good. You did better than guys from Saloon Door. Oh well, that, well that's they'll good. They'll never yeah. live that down. We're oh, gonna bring no. that up every episode. I'm not trying to talk down on anybody, but you know they did. Fairly. You well, know, now I if mean, it would have been factual, you know, say, um, you know, Black Black Custer's Rum or and some of these know. things. Yes, um, I must say, I don't necessarily watch a lot of movies. Too busy working. Got right. she got to keep it. Yep, exactly. Actually, I'll be honest, I don't think I'd seen any of these movies except for uh, I hadn't even seen any of the, uh, the Johnny Depp movies. Well, I've seen all those. I mean, are you crazy? I saw, I've I seen all those. I, I, yeah, I see I those. I saw Captain Exactly. <laughs> those are on when I'm cleaning the house, you know? I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Arr, doing, what house doing, are you cleaning? Doing paperwork or whatever. I got I got those on, yeah. yeah. You know, if you would have Captain Ron, there's there's oh, there's one you missed. Arr. Captain, oh, Captain Ron. Ron. Yes, oh, yes. He was, yes, the pirates, the gorillas, grr, not Arr. go. Yeah. <laughs> So, right, so, so next we're gonna play the uh, we're gonna play the Galacticos challenge. Do we 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 have time? I think we have time. I think we have time. We uh, have time. Are we gonna augment the camera or what are we gonna do? We're just gonna set it up. Let's yeah. just set it up. Let's go. 
That's right. We're back with the Galactic Coast Power Hour. We're about, yo, yo. To, uh, about to do the Galactic Coast Challenge, which nine out of ten members of Sylvia's family says is the most exciting two minutes in radio. <laughs> so we got uh, we got Kelly Raleigh. Kelly, here. choose gonna, your style. Choose you. Yeah, pints and paddles, beer pong bounce from mouth to cup, behind the back, hacky sack style, and free throw. We don't explain what those mean until you pick one. Great, great. Let's do uh, behind the back. Behind the back. Ooh, okay, interesting. I think that's it's uh, a tough one. I've done that one before. So. All right, but but hey, respect the uh, yes. All right, Come on so this side. so uh, Muddy okay. Mike Taylor's gonna so, and Adam Smash has gone live mobile with the camera. So behind the back, you can you can go here if you want. Right here. All right, see. Behind the back. Oh, this isn't gonna be good. All right. All right. We're just glad you didn't okay. do uh, mouth to cup because uh, for some reason people 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 keep selecting that and I don't know why. Okay. It's because the name the name is so good. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of rules. Yeah. So behind, I have it's to be behind the back. Behind the back. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you two practice throws and then we start the fourth. Oh, at least I hit the table. Oh, oh but that one didn't count. That one okay. didn't count. Now you get four tries. Okay, four tries. Or give her four balls, please. There's one more right there. Oh, there's two. There's one more right there. <laughs> got Don't two. step on them. There are three guys in the room. At least one had to make that comment. <laughs> I, I did. Oh, All right. All right. Okay, when do I go? All right, Kelly's got you the balls. You can go anytime, Kelly. Kelly's got the balls in her hands. Oh. Oh, I almost touched your cup, John. That was. Oh. Oh. I'm overcorrecting. Right. Over. Oh. oh. In a moss. Okay, for. Who's up? For being uh, Galveston County's first distillery. I think it's Galveston, Harris County. I think it's uh, the whole region. Yeah, three more tries. All right. Because this is, you picked, you picked a hell of a. It is a challenging feat. Well, it's a tough one. Well, again, because I don't know what they are. Please, if you would do me the honors of. Yeah, I think if you step forward a little bit, you'll be able to do a little better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! That's one. Okay, oh! two, more, two more tries. We could be here all night if you're waiting for right. me to get one. Sylvia, pass the balls. <laughs> oh. 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 oh! Oh! Super close. Uh, oh. All right, so. Uh, hey, I represented. Hey, all right, try. so reminder I, I the, the, the Railing Distillery yeah. Buccaneer Bar anniversary celebration, August 4th. I think there's a, a beer event coming up uh, this weekend in the, at the uh, House of Blues, right? And then the, uh, the there is, yes, sir, absolutely. So a lot of uh, a lot there's of like fun events coming up. Bands and breweries from all over. And yeah, of course, we've time. got the uh, I think uh, literally the largest beer festival in Texas coming up and uh, coming up over Labor Day weekend, August 31st through September 2nd, the Brewmasters Craft Beer Festival at Moody Gardens. Ow, ow. that's so, gonna be uh, fun. Get out and enjoy some uh, some local beverages. Hey, Kelly, thanks for coming. No, thanks thank for you coming, for having Kelly. me. Appreciate it, guys. Lots of fun. Yep. Thanks thank for you talking so much. With us Sorry I couldn't get any of the balls in the, yeah, in the cups. I did my best. <laughs> I only I did my best. <laughs> That's okay. The behind have... the back, you know, I mean, I didn't practice. Had right, I known. Right. I only have one yeah. thing to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. punch. He's talking like a pirate now. Excellent. Arr. Thank you. Space thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you. it. Infected.